Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Yes, it is. You, we are live, coming straight from Merritt Island, Florida, home of the Mighty Mustangs. And family, we are back again. Now, I told y'all a couple of weeks ago, I was going to have a very special guest for you. And to my surprise, it's probably one of the greatest guys I've ever met. As a matter of fact, he's somebody that revolutionized college football. My former head coach, Coach Dennis Erickson. Let me just tell you about Coach E. Coach E, you got a, a long resume. You've been coaching football for a long time. You played quarterback at Montana State. Then you went to coach at Billings High School. I mean, Central, Central Catholic High School in Billings, Montana. Then you went back to, to Montana State as an assistant coach. Then you're offensive coordinator at Idaho. And then you were a bulldog at Fresno State, San Jose State, Idaho, Wyoming, Washington State, and then the University of Miami. You left the University of Miami, went to the Seattle Seahawks. Then you went to Oregon State, San Francisco State, Utah. Now you retire. So coach, what is it like I mean, again, we're talking to somebody that helped revolutionize college football and, and family. I am, it is truly an honor to have you on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. And, Coach, we're we going to take this next hour. To, we're going to really get down. All right. Is Kelvin Harris there yet? Coach, we got we to forgive Kelvin. He's my co-host, but he, uh, Kelvin, he has a Metro PCS phone. Co-host? I'll be yeah, he's my co-host, but I tell you what. We got to get him off that Metro PCS phone, Coach. We got to get him a better phone. We need to get you a, get him an iPhone or something. But anyway, yeah. no further ado, welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Coach Erickson. Okay. Yeah, Hurley, you're talking about me, but y'all didn't have me patched in. Ah, yeah, okay. You finally got that, that Metro working again. Well, oh, family, <laughs> my co-host, my room dog, Coach. I'll uh, tell you what, Hurley, that introduction Started, that introduction started to sound like an obituary at the end there. Oh no, <laughs> Coach! Well, you got you got too much. You got too much to give to this world, Coach. You ain't going nowhere no time soon. No, I hope, I hope not. And God, it's good to hear Kelvin's voice. It's been a long time. What's yeah, up, Coach? A- not much. Hey, Coach, you you gave Utah the gift that keeps on giving. You gave him a quarterback and a running back before you left, huh? Yeah, I did. I gave him. Uh, Two really good players from Florida. Actually, there's three from the same team. Hollandale, you know, Tyler Huntley, who's starting at quarterback, and Zach Moss, who's starting, yeah, starting at running back, and Damari Simpkins, who's starting at wide receiver. So, uh, believe me, uh, people don't if people don't know how good high school football is in the state of Florida. They haven't been looking because they're all over the country at a lot of different places, and really, it, it, it helped Utah. We had a couple others too that uh, helped them turn that thing around. Well, exactly, Coach. You actually had um, Gianni Paul. Hey, hey, we got to hold on for just a second, Coach. If somebody wants to say hello to you, he can't stay long, but it's we got to take this one. Could you could you please put Luther Campbell through? Uh oh, Uncle Luke. Yep. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing, Coach E? I'm I'm doing good. I follow you on Facebook. 
You, you oh, man, don't follow me on there. Facebook, you got, you Coach. Got, you you, got, you, you got, might you got some of them girls, girls on there. there. Every now and then, my <laughs> wife let me put some girls on there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Hey, well, family, I, hey, just joining us is, is, you know, is my guy, a long-term friend of the University of Miami, a long-time friend of the University of Miami. Actually, hey, Luke, and we're going to put it on, we're going to put it on here with the get-down that a lot of the success that the University of Miami had could be attributed to your relationship with the University of Miami, the support that you gave the University of Miami. So, man, I want to thank you myself right here on the Get Down with Hurley Brown because you were always there for us. You were a friend of the program. And, buddy, I mean, hey, you kept us inspired. And every time we turned around, even just recently, the support that you gave the University of Miami with your the jackets and the hats and, and shirts that you guys had when you got honored in the BET Hip Hop Awards. Man, first of all, oh, congratulations yeah. and welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. That's awesome. We, we great to, It's an honor to have you, Luke. Hey, Hurley, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate being on here with you and Coach, Coach E, man. Y'all, I mean, you know, uh, I just felt like it was time. I, I just felt like the, the program, you know, was coming back to what, you know, to what it was when, when uh, you and Coach E had it, and I said, man, it's time to whip out a brand new jacket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they ain't seen the white one. So I had wow. to bring that on out and, you know, and, and them boys out there doing what they got to do. You know, and, and, it, and it's, a credit, it's a credit to you, uh, Hurley, because a lot of them kids down there, you know, whether they want to say it or not, you and Coach Golden, y'all recruited a lot of those kids down there that's playing right now for the program. So that means, yeah. you know, that, that's that's a credit to y'all to the hard work that y'all put in. Well, well, I appreciate it, Luke. And you know, I mean, hey, man, you know how I love the program. I love it probably as much as you do. And they, what they want to give us credit for, that's great. If they don't, that's great. I did it because I love the program. You know, I wanted that. I wanted those kids to experience the same experiences that we had when you were around and back when Coach wow. Erickson was coaching. Man, and I'll tell you what, dude, that was the greatest experience of my life. And, hey, those kids are actually getting the chance to do it now. I mean, I'm getting Facebook. I didn't get a chance to, 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 to watch the game because I do the color commentary for Florida International University down there with Butch Davis, who they're also 6-2 and two at this point, bowl eligible, the whole nine yards. He's done a great job. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, man, when I sit back and, and you get those – things on Facebook and you see J-Lo and A-Rod and but it just brings back memories back when we had Luther Campbell on the sideline and all the older the former players coming in man it just it, it, it gave me chills Luke it was electric early it wasn't quite the orange hey. bowl but it was electric that's right it wasn't quite the, it wasn't quite the orange bowl <laughs> hey hey I tell them let me tell you something man I get they get hey I, I tell them all the time Early, I tell him, uh-huh. I say, you know, Coach E, I let people always know, hey, man, Coach E, revolutionized the game as what people see right now today. You know, and he took that program to a whole nother level. Everybody that always get the job over there, when I mm-hmm. do have a conversation with them, I, I remind them of the coach who won the most down there. Yep. You know, and... Right. And, and the type of offense and, the, and everything that he ran down there, that's what we were successful. And when you do that at the program, 
you win. So exactly. you know, I'm, just, I'm just happy that we all we all ain't in the rocking chair where we can see the program come back. Right. right. <laughs> well, I, 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 I want to say one thing about about Luke. Uh, he he did more for young people and those young kids and junior football and and one of my sons was there and, and what he did for those kids and is doing in South Florida is something people don't even realize financially and just being a leader for those kids and and uh, I see it from afar now but I always knew that and that's why that's why Luther Campbell is so important to South Florida and football and just just the kids in general so I want to Shout out to you, Luke, because that's how I feel about you. Hey, Coach E, they finally, they finally gave him some recognition on the BET Hip Hop Awards. Oh, and just man. like you revolutionized college football, Uncle Luke revolutionized rap music. He actually, exactly. he, he's the grandfather of hip hop. And Luke, man, I tell you what, man, that was that brought back memories. That show, I watched. I don't, I've seen that little your segment about twenty times now. Hey man, I'm I'm scared to go back and look at it. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. You know, and that's what, that's what it's all about, man. You know, yeah. let me tell you, I uh, you know when I had oh, when I you know I always loved Coach E for what he did for the program and his coaching style. But what, I remember when they had Hurricane Andrew, and I had quite a few kids, you know, uh, that lived in the Southside area who played football with Coach E's son. And all the kids, they would tell me, I would be like, y'all come to football practice. And they would be, they would say, we're staying at uh, Coach E house. But they would call his son name. But then I didn't I didn't know that was his son at the time until one of the kids told me. And Coach E had a whole house full of kids who did not have a place to stay. Right, in the hurricane. Right. Man, I had all the respect in the world for that, man. Anybody could tell me nothing about by Coach E, and that's and that's and that's the love I always had for that man that you got on the phone early exactly. because of that. Well, you love him like we love him. Hey, we got somebody else that loves him. That's on that just joined us. My old room dog, Wesley Carroll. Wes, what's going on, Wesley? Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. So we sitting here. We got the legends. We got Dennis Erickson. Yeah, we got Uncle Lou, man. It's good to hear you. We got Wesley Carroll and my main man Kelvin Harris. Man, Wesley, I you take all chasing dogs in uh, South Florida. I'll tell you, Wesley Carroll it wasn't any better than that guy. He was special. Oh, no, no, no. And I tell you, Wesley, man, I, going back to when we played, how hard you used to work. Nobody gave Wesley anything. Wesley was my roommate for a couple of years. You know, wide receiver from Cleveland, Ohio, and I tell you what, he went to junior college, right? Went to Northwest Mississippi Junior College, right, Wes? Yes, sir. And and I tell you what, man, but when when you came down to University of Miami, and the the standard that you set for those wide receivers, especially because we had just lost Mike in those guys, Michael Irvin, Brett Perriman, um, Brian Blades, Dale Dawkins, Andre Brown, we just lost those guys. But man, I tell you what, when they when they turned the torch over to you, they gave somebody real special, man. It's an honor to have you on the show with us today. 
Not a problem, not a problem. But you see, Pearl, you know something? When I came down there, you say that they was looking at me. I was looking at them. I was trying to fit in because you had Dale Dawkins, you had Randall Hill. They would always come and get me out of the room. Even though I would work out on my own, they would come and get me and show me the ropes and get me up to speed. So I was looking up to them just as much as now I know that they were looking up to me. Oh, yeah. But that's what the University of Mind was all about. But that's what it's getting back to, Weston. You know, the, the, the players are taking care of the players. Exactly. You know, they love each other. We, we had a genuine love for each other. You know, and, and yeah. Luke, you was a core part of that. And then when a guy like Coach Erickson came in and, and his staff, and they allowed us to be who we were, they didn't try to change us. No, sir. They, they, they embraced who we were. He, he gave us the platform to go out there and play. And exactly. when this uh, when when um, Jimmy Johnson left, he 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 put my mindset at a different level, and he had me going back to my my um, the dorm room asking, "Is this something that I really want to do?" And then when I came out there with um, uh, Randall Hill hey, and Lamar Thomas and all of those guys, and Coach E gave us that platform, man, it just skyrocketed from there. Wow, wow! Hey, we got to take a break, but Uncle Luke, I know you got to go. Who y'all playing this weekend? Luke. No, my lost it. He must no, nah, he must Luke. be he had to go to practice. I just wanted to recognize, you know, Luke's gone. Luke's gone. what he's doing. Okay, perfect. But guys, we want to wish Luke the, all the best in the world on uh, Friday night. They got the first round of playoffs. Luke, you keep doing what you're doing for those kids, man. We love you. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna continue with Coach Erickson, what he's doing, and what he thinks about the college football playoffs and who should be in the playoffs at this point. Anyway, this is to get down with Hurley Brown. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. We're talking Western Ambush this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, taking a closer look at all the amazing big game hunting opportunities found in the Western states. Joining us is Jason Matzinger, host of Into High Country, Jill Gector from Cinch Jeans, Dean Capuano of Sawarski Optic Quest, and Freddie Hartice of Hollywood Hunter. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America.
This is The Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we are back. You are back with The Get Down with Hurley Brown, Wesley Carroll, Yes, a standout wide receiver, soon to be Hall of Famer at the University of Miami. Drafted wow. by the New Orleans Saints, played for a long time with the Saints. And Hall of Fame coach, actually, and Coach Dennis Erickson. Coach Erickson won two national championships at the University of Miami. Coach with the Seattle Seahawks, coach with the San Francisco 49ers. And, and again, people, you're talking about a man who revolutionized college football. Now, Coach E., Tired after all those years playing or coaching college football. I, I couldn't hear you very well. What is it like being retired now? I mean, what are oh, you doing now with yeah. playing after coaching football all these years? What is that like? Well, I'll tell you what. It's, uh, you know, 48 years of it and uh, it's been a long time. It's in your blood. It's not easy to all of a sudden quit coaching. You know, I was at Utah for a few years trying to help them make the transition to the Pac-12 after I was at Arizona State, and, and then I uh, uh, retired. I don't know how long I'm going to stay retired. And then I helped my son, Bryce, who you guys know, who's the head high school coach here in Coeur d'Alene, and, and uh, helped him coach this last fall. So uh, it'll never get out of your blood. I know that much. It'll never get out of my blood. So who knows? Maybe I'll be on the sideline again someday. Yeah, I'm hoping so, Coach. you got too much to give this game. Way too much to give this game. So... You've been coaching for 48 years. Wow, 14 you, you, years. You've, you've that's a lot seen. of years, huh? A lot Man, of years. Yeah, Kevin, that's almost as old as you, Kevin. <laughs> it is. We are 48 years old. How old are you, Kevin? That's not a joke. I'm 48, <laughs> Coach. Yeah, I'm 48. I'm coaching longer than you guys on the, on the radio right now. Oh, yeah. Everybody but Wesley. You know, Wesley about 58. Yeah, because no, I just turned right on. Just because he went to junior college doesn't mean he's 58. <laughs> Apparently, went to he Cleveland. Until he was nine. Stays back at least twice in Cleveland. No, man. What's yeah, didn't start school to kindergarten. West was nine years old in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Harold, real quick, can I tell you uh, the small little story about uh, Coach E? Yeah, please do. Coach E, Coach e, do you remember the time we were playing, um, I think it was East Carolina? And um, I was having a bad game, and the ball was hit me in the head, and I was dropping passes. And I got into the locker room, and you looked at me, and you said, Wesley, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And I told you that it was the anniversary of my mother's passing, and you couldn't wow, do you, I remember. All, all you did was gave me a big hug and said, you know what? I love you. Hang in there. You remember that story? I mean, you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yep. Very well. Yeah, that stuff will that be for a long time. time. I remember you playing in that slot when we were in those three wide receivers and people didn't know how to handle. Remember that with one back? Yeah. Remember yes, that? Sir. Remember 93 X where you run that six yard out? Oh, yes, man, sir. you bring it back memories. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. So, so, Coach, let, let me ask you this. So, all right, so, so how much different, how much has football changed from when you were actually coaching at the University of Miami? I don't want to go back. 48 years ago, but now how much well, has it changed you know, since you were at the University of Miami? 
Well, you know, the, the rules have changed. You can't hit anybody anymore. You know, right. with all the targeting and all that, just a bunch of crap there, but that's, that's changed. But you know what? Offensively, really nothing's changed except that people are in a shotgun. They're okay. all copying and doing exactly what we did when, when I was at uh, Miami and we were there getting trips and three wideouts and four wideouts and we did five wideouts, so everybody thought they invented that. The only difference is that we were we were underneath the center, so now what people are doing is they're spreading them out, getting in the shotgun, and they're running some option with it. But uh, uh, it's changed a little bit that way, and uh, defensively they're playing with five and six DBs and, and, and so forth. But the game itself uh, has changed. I think we changed a lot of the reasons that you can't celebrate anymore. I think that was our rule, and they call it Miami rule. Miami rule. Uh, yeah, that was Wesley Carroll's rule. I might be as proud yeah. of celebrating as anybody in the country. They can all do what they want, but that made yeah. it fun. And, and uh, But, yeah, we, we helped change some of those rules. But the taunting rule, or not the taunting rule, but the targeting rule right now has really kind of changed things because, you know, guys just make tackles, and all of a sudden they go low accidentally or they're – Receiver goes low and it, you know it's targeting. I mean, it's it's changed the game. It's ridiculous. I wish they wouldn't kick the guys out, like for the next that's, game. That, yeah, you, that's you, exactly you, what I'm saying. I can understand the penalty, but to, to kick them out, I, that happened in a high school game here. And a guy was sliding down, and the kid went to tackle him. Didn't do it on purpose, and accidentally hit him with his helmet, and they. And they Threw the kid out of out of the game. I mean, it's to me, it's oh. ridiculous. They got to they got to re look. They got to re look at that thing. And I'm sure they will. Fast. But guys, I tell you what, yeah, we just will. got a guy that joined us. He's live with us right now, and he is one of the originals. And Kelvin, I tell you what, man, I'm so happy that this guy's joining us. Kelvin, you're gonna remember this guy, and you're gonna love him just as much as I do. Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Mr. Melvin Bratton. Wow. What's up? What's up? Hey, what's going on, Mel B? Hey, family. What's going on? <clears throat> what's happening? Hey, man, you talking about my recruiting host. Uh-oh. Well, who we got well, that's the to the University of Miami. I hear Wesley. I heard Wesley. I heard Coach E. What's up, Coach E? I heard Wesley. What's going on? other person? Hello, K. Harris. Harris, baby. K. Harris. Oh, Lord, Lord. Houston <laughs> Finest. <laughs> hey, man. I've been recruiting so many times. Man. Hey, but family, listen up. And this, when I talk about being one of the originals, the, this is one of the guys, and you saw him on the 30 for 30. I mean, and I, man, I wish I had kept that picture, Melvin, that, that poster. That was one of the nicest posters that I've ever seen. The storm. And had Melvin, Coach, I, I don't know if you ever saw it, but had Melvin carrying the ball and the, the hurricane right behind him, the wind blowing the palm trees. Oh, yeah. That was one of the originals. But one of the original bad boys of you know mine of Hurricane football, Melvin Bratton, born and raised right there in the county of Dade, and he Miami stayed Northwestern. Yes, sir. He's a bull. He stayed home, and I mean they they took Hurricane football to a whole nother level. So Melvin again, is, Mel, thank is, you Mel, is Melvin on there? I just got back on. Yeah, e. Melvin's on. Yes, sir. What's up, Coach E? How you doing, Mel B? How you doing, brother? Good, Melvin. It's good to hear your voice, man. Yeah. Those are the guys that started the U, Melvin and not that group. That that one, Howard Snellenberger was there. You know, we we all followed. Right. But they're the ones that really got it going back in the day. Yeah. Tobit Bain, Michael Lonzo Hasmith. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It don't get no better than that, Mel B. 
Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. Coach G, how you doing, brother? You doing all right? I'm doing good, Melvin. Up here looking at the snow in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, but I'll be down. I'm coming down for the Notre Dame game. I haven't been to a game in a long time, so I'm excited to come down and oh, yeah. watch. You, will, you enjoy yourself. Yeah, we just had our 30th reunion and, uh, yeah, a couple weeks that. ago versus Syracuse. And when I tell you, I mean, I, the things that happened, you know, we haven't seen each other in a while in a long, long time. And I just said to uh, with some friends of mine when I left, I said social media right now, couldn't imagine, couldn't take us back then because, I mean, the things that were said from from the white players to the black players, whatever, we still plugged in and, and felt the same way. We love each other, but we were fighting like little kids. I mean, 30 years later, you would think, you know, me, Benny, Brian, all of us, I mean, we were fighting uh, egg business. I mean, uh, Feagles. I mean, we were in there fighting and, and talking about each other's mom. We going back and forth. I mean, we were fighting like brothers. And it's just it's crazy how surprise times me. have changed. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I said that doesn't surprise me. Well, Father all. Leo was there too, so you can imagine what came out of his mouth. Oh, oh my God! Father Leo. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so no, so, so you tell the family what you're doing, I know. Well, actually, right now I've, I've been blessed uh, to, to stay in the, in the in the sport that I love, which is football. Went from the personnel side, <laughs> working for the Rams, the Redskins, and also the Falcons, and now I'm a certified sports agent. Uh, I was blessed to have, you know, Artie Burns, who uh, Hurley got the pleasure to coach and, and, and gave me the blessing on him as far as being a top, top-notch uh, player at Pittsburgh Steelers right now. So I'm representing players. Presently have about nine guys up under me just building it out organically and still around the game. So this is not a job. For me. Actually, it's a passion. So when it becomes a job, I'm getting the heck out of it. But I'm enjoying it right now. Well, Melvin, it's the same thing. I mean, you're always very passionate and you love teaching. I mean, you taught us. You know, when we first came to University of Miami, you took us under your wing, and hey, man, you were one of those guys that taught us what it was like to be a Miami Hurricane. And so, oh, I mean, mm-hmm. for that, man, you know, hey, that, that was a blessing, and I can't thank you enough for doing that. And, you know, again, you know, you talk about the, the reunion, and I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to make it down there, but, man, the kids nowadays don't understand the work that you put in how it carries you for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the thing is, when the, when the, the thing about us and, and you guys carried it on, and with that era and that genre of uh, players, you're saying, you know, saying with Kelvin, you know, saying with Wesley, you know, saying with Coach E coming in, and he allowed, you know, saying the, the tradition to continue and not really, you know, saying inter, inter, interfere with, you know, saying just the mindset. We didn't have a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? The still same facilities I, I look at it. We got we upgraded we Beyonce a little bit. We upgraded just a little bit, but <laughs> back then it was pretty much I mean, we was like a high school gym, but the talent pool, we didn't care about all that. We didn't care about the glitz and the glamour. We didn't care about Nebraska shipping their weight room down to the Orange Bowl every year to play the Orange Bowl. We didn't we didn't have all that. What we had was each other. And the whole chemistry, we didn't realize what we were doing right now that was set a presence in, in football and make an impact throughout. We were just some young kids from the city, and you got guys like Bubba came in. You got guys coming from different parts of the country that came with Jerome Brown from Brooksville. Just to come into that, that whole era, everybody bought in. I mean, really, we could have coached ourselves. And I remember when uh, Snelly had left and Jimmy came in, him and Dave Wanstad was sitting up top, Coach. You know, you can't come out on a certain time in the spring. You can't come out on the field because of NCAA ruling. But they were sitting up top in, in their office, your office, and overlooked the field. 
and see, I mean, over 80-some guys out there in the sun at, at 12 noon going at each other. I mean, I mean, everybody running. Jerome got the offense, O-line, D-line. Me and Winston Moss doing the running backs and, you know, saying linebackers. You got Mike Irvin and Bain them doing the DBs and receivers. So the mindset was so we, – we felt like – and if a guy missed – I remember um, one of the guys missed uh, workouts, was laying up with a girl – we all got in the car and left and went to the dorm and kicked the door in and told him, like, look, are you better than us or whatever? I mean, you coming in with us right now. So we snatched his behind up. I forgot who it was. But we made him get in the car and get over here because we felt like our family, you know, say, let us down. So that's how we played the game. And that's how we played the attitude that came with that, that we had our own, you know, bond within on that field. Nobody outside the Hex Center could touch us. I don't give a dang. We was in the street. We get to a fight at a bar or whatever it is, and we did plenty of those. But we didn't have social media, so it wasn't exploded like it was now. We'll be kicked out of school right now. I think all of us just have to be getting out of prison right now had we had social media back then. <laughs> wow. 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 Hey, guys, hey, hey, that was a mouthful, man. But I don't know about being kicked out of prison or nothing like that. Though. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue with this conversation with these great Hurricanes, Kelvin Harris, Wesley Carroll, Melvin Bratton, the Ghost and coach, a legendary coach, Coach Dennis Erickson. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And family, we are back with some of the greatest hurricanes to ever play on Green Tree Field. Melvin Bratton, the ghost, number five, the original. Wesley Carroll, one of the greatest receivers to ever put on a, a Miami Hurricane uniform. 
and one of the best centers to ever play the game in Kelvin Harris. But the man who put it all together and who brought in the type of offense that changed college football forever, Coach Dennis Erickson. Coach E, now we always talk and we always laugh, and I'm glad Melvin's here. He's joining us right now. But Melvin, could you imagine that offense that Coach Erickson was running if he had you, Michael Irvin, Brett Perriman, Brian Blades, Charles Henry, Alfredo Roberts, Lonzo Highsmith, Vinny Testaverde, would that have been would that have been fair? No, we'd still we still we still be scoring touchdowns right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coach, I tell you what, that offense. I mean, I was so excited when you came and implemented. I said, man, we're going to kill teams with mismatches. But see, the thing is, with the with the uh, the I formation, which was a good offense, you'll say, allow us to transition to the next level. But like you said earlier, as far as being over the center, I tell young quarterbacks, you can't be in that mindset of a, a two-minute drill type deal being in, in, in you know, in, in, in shotgun all the time. That's that's what killed Brock Berlin. That's what killed a lot of quarterbacks because when they get up in the center, they can't see half of the field. They lose it as far as when they drop. So what you did was allow the quarterback to be traditional but to change it up. Now, to give you all a little secret. When Steve Walsh was the quarterback, you know, you got Mike Irvin, you got Brian Blaze, you got Brett Perriman, Charles Henry. Everybody's open. And before the play is called, ready for this set, ready to break, I'm open. Everybody in the huddle, everybody are open. So what I had to do in order to get my catches, and nobody knew this, I would let the DN beat me a little bit inside. I would push the line into the quarterback and step across and wave my hand. Steve would panic and turn and had to dump it off to me. That's how I got a lot of my receptions. And wow. that was a little trick that I had to do because, I mean, uh-huh. there was so much talent to the point where we would never get a ball. We had the arrow Vs. We had the option route. <clears throat> By the time the ball was going downfield. But that offense right there would have, I couldn't imagine, been a single back in that backfield. Lord have mercy. I think mm-hmm. I'd still be running right now, Coach. Coach, Coach, where, yeah, we, did, where did you we, come we up had, with that nobody, offense? We had nobody in the backfield half the time. We just ran exactly. out of Right. Well, Coach, that, but where, where did you come up with that style of offense? Anyway, my, my hands are better than Western Carroll hands, so I've got to fit perfect at the offense. I have better hands than better. <laughs> you know what? I bow down to the GOAT. I, yeah, I hear you. Coach Harris, so next question is for you. So how did you come up with that style of offense? Where did that originate from? That was uh, actually was, was from, a, from a high school coach in uh, California. I, I worked for a guy by the name of Jack Elway, John Elway's father, and uh, at San Jose okay. State as an assistant. And John's high school coach in Southern California was doing that kind of stuff. And so Jack picked wow. it up there, and then we, we put it in at San Jose, and then we just continued to improve it and do different things with it. And I think we were the only one-back team in the country for a long time, and now you know it, now everybody is. But uh, uh, it, but it was those guys. It's not something that obviously I invented. I kind of just tweaked it here and there. And, and I was a lot better when I had guys at Miami that could run and get open. I was a heck of a lot better coach than when I had slow guys. <laughs> wow. Well, you so, still so, have so quarterbacks when, when, in the NFL. I mean, you got what Osweiler and uh, Derek Anderson. So. You still got yeah, Osweiler's there, Derek, Derek's there, and, and uh, yeah, you can. And, and the NFL's, you know, the NFL. New England started doing it, 
years ago, and, and you see a lot of it. Now, you see one back most of the time in the NFL. You don't right. see as much two back. You see a couple tight ends in there with the tight end moving, but uh, you know, everybody's trying to spread it out and get mismatches. Right. Hey, so, Coach, so now that you're retired, have you had a chance to just to watch, follow the universe of mine? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, okay. know, I've watched every game in yeah, I've watched every game pretty much this year uh, that that I could, and uh, watched them last week. But I watched them against Syracuse. I watched I watched North Carolina. Uh, I, I, I like what I see. I like the spirit that they're playing. I really like like them defensively. They're they're getting close to playing like you guys did. I don't know if anybody will ever get to that level. You know, as yeah, a pro, especially of eighty nine defense. Uh, yeah, Mark, Mark Mark Mark's done a nice job of keeping those kids in South Florida and and. Uh, you know the speed's back. That's that's what I see. I don't know that they're there offensively quite yet, but uh, they're getting closer. I'll tell you what they they threw three picks this past weekend and were still able to win the game. I mean that's impressive. Yeah, especially that, that against, against impressive. the football against, team. Against a very good Virginia Tech's a good football team now. Oh yeah, they're a darn oh, yeah, good no football doubt. team. So, you know, I I think if uh, my opinion, if if we can run the table, and when uh-huh. I say we, I always talk about the University of Miami, nobody else, but if we can run the table, which means you got to win the ACC championship game, then, you know, we'll be in the, we'll be in the playoffs. There's no question about right. it. We just right. got to take care of ourselves, win every football game, and there's no way they can keep us out of that at all. Yeah. It's ball, balls in our court, really. I mean, that's... Exactly. That's, that's, Coach, let me, ask, so. let me ask you this. When you first started the interview process for the head coaching job at the University of Miami. What were your thoughts? Well, you know, I didn't know very much about Miami other than what I saw. You know, I saw the, the you know, some of the, the games that were played. I, I knew it was very talented, Sam Jankovic. You know, if it wasn't for Sam Jankovic, I, nobody would come to Pullman, Washington and hired a coach to, to go to the University of Miami. I was fortunate that, that I had that opportunity. And, and uh, uh, I didn't know a lot about it. I just... I went there. I, uh, the thing that impressed me, I'll never forget. Uh, I'll never forget the first spring football practice. I mean, I, I didn't know where I was at. I mean, it was like a freaking scrimmage with no pads on. And I, I looked at some of our coaches. I said, "I'm liking this." And uh, <laughs> there, was, there was no, there was no place. And I and I can say this in all. There was never a place like the University of Miami and the players and how they practice and. You know how they competed against each other. I think I learned more about practicing and, and making players better by competing uh, against each other at Miami. And I just carried that that on to any place, uh, any every place I was. So, you know, I learned as much from the University of Miami and those players, and they learned from me. So, uh, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Miami, shoot, who knows what would have happened? I, I just fortunate to have the ability and be around to coach you guys. It was just, it was fun. It, it was a really, really changed my philosophy and it changed college football forever. There's no question about it. Hey, Mel. Hey, Hurley, let me, let me, let me interject to that. Because no, no, I'm going to ask you that question, Mel. Let me ask you this no, no, question no. first. What's let that? Me Go ask, ahead. Let me, let me ask you. Where did that come from, Mel? Where, where did that passion and hunger come from? Well, it, it honestly. you guys. Right? No, no, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Right? Tell you, you, know, you honestly. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you where the swag really came from, <clears throat> and and a lot of people don't want to believe this, but it's true. <clears throat> it came from the inner city of Miami Northwestern. We were so competitive in the inner city because you got like five high schools within like a three mile radius. You got Edison, One Way, Jackson, 
South. You got uh, Central and Kara City. So you had like a, a, a pool of talent that played in each other in Little League all the way up. As you see, uh, like the Little League is so competitive. Gwen Cherry's of the world over town. So it's so competitive. The mindset, I, I feel, came because we never felt that we were out of game in high school because the mindset. I'll tell you a quick story and I'll let you guys go. I remember my sophomore year in high school, Miami Northwestern, we was playing Kerasi the first game. That was the biggest game. And the last game was Miami Jackson and the Orange Bowl, which we, uh, we sold out the dang Orange Bowl. I ended up fumbling a punt. And all right, on the opening of the drive, I fumbled a punt. I was a punt returner. And I started, ever since then, I gave it up. Wesley, you could have that crap. I could never judge the ball and look at the man running full speed at me. I could never just, in my mind, I was like, man, something, something bad going to happen. So anyway, I fumbled <laughs> the ball and went back to our three-yard line. So I came on the sideline. I see Tarver Bain. Dude's coming to the gate. Hey, young dude, you don't mess that money up. They showing me pistols. They lifted their shirts up. They got guns. I'm talking about, I'm going to kill you. You don't mess the money up. You, don't, you know, they betting. I'm sitting there looking around like, what in the hell did I get myself into to come to this crazy environment to that point? <laughs> but our defense ended up, it was first and goal on the 10 going out. That's how, that's how awesome our defense was. So after that, the mindset was so competitive to the point where not only on the field we battling, off the field too, with so much pressure far as you cannot lose a game in the inner city at Northwestern and walk around normal. Even right now today, if you fumble a ball or whatever, you're going to hear it from everybody in the streets. And so the competitive mindset, I think we kind of took that, you know, kind of we took that same mindset down to Miami and we practiced like that. We, we, we fought. I mean, we just, we, we, we just took the whole attitude, the mindset. And I think that's where it came from as far as that, that competitive spirit. I tell you what, I totally, y'all, y'all I totally agree with you, Melvin. That, that's that's how it was, and people don't realize the competitiveness in in football in South Florida. I mean, it's it's, it's unbelievable. You go watch spring scrimmage, and it's it's a war, man. It's a war, and so is practice. When I went to the University of Miami, it was a war. I remember the first two minute drill we had. Our, our two minute, my first year was there. And uh, the offense scored about midway through the season on a Thursday two-minute drill, and guys are jumping up and down and going crazy. And I said, what, what's this deal? And they said, well, it's the first time we scored in a two-minute drill in about five years. So I couldn't figure that out. <laughs> I mean, that's how competitive it was. Yeah. No, I, I, that, told that I, give guys, I give you guys – hey, Harold, I give you guys one even better. Vinny and Brian Blades, everybody know they're brothers. We had right. a spring game. Brian ran a post, a post route, and Benny was in a cover three, and he took three steps, and I mean he, I mean he took off and he knocked. I mean when I tell you he knocked, knocked the crap out of Brian. Then uh, the mom was in the stands. Brian and Benny's mom was in the stands. She screamed, "Don't you hit my baby like that no more!" Benny turned to his mother and said, "Well, God damn it, don't you bring him out here? If you don't, him, don't put him in no football pants. Don't send him out here every time. I'm gonna hit him the same way." Right then, I was like, either we are have crazy or this is a really competitive team. Well, I tell you what, Benny Blaze went on to win the Thorpe Award and was the third pick of the draft. So, And Brian ended up being uh, the first pick for the Seattle Seahawks that year. So it worked out pretty doggone good. Hey, but we got to take a break. And again, I'm, well, we're, we got some great former Hurricanes, and it's all about the U this, this weekend playing the University of Notre Dame. When we come back, we're going to talk Catholics versus convicts. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with the Get Down with Hurley Brown.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we're back. We're back with Melvin Brighton, the GOAT, one of the greatest running backs ever played at the University of Miami. He set the standard. Wesley Carroll, Hall of Fame wide receiver. Kelvin Harris, my room dog, my co-host, and one of the greatest coaches to ever coach at the University of Miami, Coach Dennis Harrison. Now, Coach, this is the week of Catholics versus convicts, University of Miami versus Notre Dame. What are your thoughts on this game? You're retired, so you've been watching the University of Miami. What is it going to take for the University of Miami to beat Notre Dame this weekend? Well, it's going to take some things. I don't think they have to do anything extraordinary. They just got to play like they've been playing. I watched Notre Dame. They're running the football. They're pretty physical up front, and they got a pretty good running back. And you know, we got to stop the run against them. From from what I see, force that guy to to throw it. Uh, and we just got to play. We got to play hurricane defense is what it's all about. And then we've got to be able to make plays on offense, and that, that's the important thing. So, uh, I mean, what a what a rivalry! I'm glad it's back, and it means something. I mean, that made college football. I mean. Anybody can say what they want, but that rivalry made made college football. And uh, uh, I'll never forget 1989, greatest win of my life when we beat them in the Orange Bowl. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was a great game. Uh, Coach, do you, do you miss coaching? Oh, yeah. Shoot, man. I can hardly stand it. I, I, I really do. But uh, the great thing is now I can second-guess everybody instead of being second-guess. <laughs> That's the only good thing about it. But, uh, so, so yeah. You can play uh, Sunday morning quarterback. But uh, I said you can play Sunday morning quarterback, and can't nobody say nothing. Oh, oh yeah, shoot, I'm good at it too. I'm really good at Sunday morning. <laughs> depends on where I'm watching. Depends on where I'm watching it, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, last question, Coach. And I know you got some things to do. 
What would it take to get you back on the sideline as a head coach? Well, wouldn't take very much. It would have to be the right place, right job, you know, you know to, to get back on it. You know, I was an assistant at Utah, tried to help help them when they made a transition into the Pac-12. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's hard for me to sit around, even at the age that I am in the years, I still have a lot of energy left. I'd like to get back in it. First of all, you got to get an offer <laughs> and then see if you'll take it. But I'd like to get back on, on there and get on the sidelines as soon as possible. But who knows? Sometimes they're, they're not hiring a lot of 70-year-old coaches anymore. Well, Coach, I'll tell you what, that's a shame because you got a lot to give this, 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 this sport. And we really miss you being on those sidelines, Coach. And I'll tell you what, I cannot thank you enough to join and get down with Hurley Brown being my co-host and my boys, Melvin Bratton, Wesley Carroll. Coach, we love you. Hope to see you back on the sideline soon. Enjoy your trip to the University of Miami this weekend. Go Kane. Okay, and it was, it was great talking to all you guys. Matt, I miss you all. You're such a big part of my life. Thank you for everything. I'll talk to you later. Take all right, Coach. Thanks, Have Coach. Good me a call. All right, Coach. All right. All right, we're back. Now, Melvin, we just yes, got sir. We just we, Somebody just joined us, and I, I hope that – I hate that Coach E had to leave, but one of your one of your dogs, now one of your puppies, one of the best running backs. I say one of the best, and, and again, I think he's one of the best running backs ever played the game at the University of Miami. As a matter of fact, Kelvin, he beat Florida State by himself back in 1991. He's the first, the reason that there was a wide right. Steve McGuire, welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. How you doing, Greedy? What's up? What's up? Hey. How's everything? What's going on? Hey, wow. Steve, we're sitting here with Melvin Bratton, Wesley Carroll, and your cousin, Kelvin Harris. Steve, you, uh, you, you must be over at the donut shop right now. <laughs> I just came out the movie theater, and I saw the text. I said, man, let me give Hurley a call real quick, man. What's going on, fellas? You got it, man. What's you got it, man. We just, we just chilling out, man. They gave us a platform, you know, to, to, to do what we do. To get down with Hurley Brown and what we do on this show, we get down, Steve. So I'm sitting here getting okay. down with my dogs, Melvin Bratton, Wesley Carroll, Uncle Luke called in. It don't get no better oh, yeah? than Coach E. Just miss Coach E. Come on, man. This is what we do, Steve. So first okay. of all, what movie did you go see real quick? Oh, uh, a mountain between us, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Well, that's wow. We, we, don't we, go we, see it. Don't tell us about the movie. Hey, you know see, how it hey, is. See, you got to tell is, us the whole dog movie. You ain't going to see Brokeback Mountain, did you? Come on, man. I didn't see Brokeback Mountain. Hey, Steve, you still on duty, ain't you? Nah, I'm off. I'm on vacation this week, but I'm in Atlantic City. Trying to win some money, so you know. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, hey, Melvin. So when we left, yes, I said I want—I I really want the family to know what Melvin Bratton is doing right now. I know you're an agent and, and you do some consulting with teams and stuff. And not only do you have Artie Burns, and and Artie's a, a future star in the National Football League, and I love him to death. What other clients do you represent? Who who else are you representing now, Mel? Well, presently, I mean, I, I, in the past, you know, I've, I made, I've taken like three companies to the top five with uh, being able to go sign Jamarcus Russell, the first pick, uh, Dwayne Bowles, Sidney Rice, Sean Jackson, Beanie Wells, Bernie Davis, uh, Rocky McIntosh. Uh, geez, I could go on and on as far as guys I personally 
uh, touch and sign myself. So I've got tired of making everybody's rich, so I got smart. So I went and got certified five, <laughs> five years ago, and uh, now MB5 Sports is uh, my, my present company. So what I'm doing right now is basically building my business organically, not trying to go at 10 or 15 guys. So Justin Senior was a guy that, you know, Hurley, you got a chance to talk to and nurture a talk from Mississippi State. He's with the Seahawks. Uh, Art Shell's nephew, uh, Brandon Shell's up there with Steve in New York with the Jets. He's the right tackle, starting right tackle, fifth-round pick. Uh, he ended up getting injured against the Dolphins, but he should be back on the field next week. So with Artie, I have a couple guys on practice squads that bounce around. I did Byron Maxwell's deal, which I'm not going to talk about this talent on the field. Byron really, we got him. He owed me for the rest of his life because we stole. We got 63 mil, six years, 25 mil guarantee. So that's wow. one of the big contracts that I did. Yeah. So it's just like I said, it's just, you know, I'm building it organically. And with all y'all connections throughout the country, y'all make sure y'all call Mel B. It's a finest fee in there somewhere. But uh, like I said, y'all can reach out for us uh, talent-wise. Don't send me them dead beats. I don't need nobody can't play dead in the Western. You know, I get those calls all day long. Give me the players I can play. Hey, well, I, got, I got a player right here. I got a player that's on, on hold. We're going to pass him through that I think can play for you, Mel B. Hey, family are blessed, truly blessed to have the QB killer back on the show. Please welcome the QB killer himself, Mr. Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp, welcome back to the Get Down with Herman Brown. Man, I'm sitting here with Melvin Bratton, Wesley Carroll, Kelvin Harris, and Steve McGuire. We ain't got but two minutes, Mel, um, Warren, but them last two minutes, they yours, baby. Do what you do. You know what? I love that you got all the greatest canes I know on the line right now. It's a beautiful What's thing, up, and Sapp? I call all y'all to the sideline this weekend so we can do what we need to do this Saturday night. That's right. That's right, Big Yes, because they are cheating us like they've always cheated us in the yes, polls. Yes, but it don't are. matter, so we're going to go to work. And Mel Brad and I have a quarterback for you. He's at Miramar High School. you got to go check him out, son. Steve Wade. Done deal. Done well, deal. Hey, Sapp, Done deal. How was the game last week? And give us your three keys to victory. This weekend, Miami versus Notre Dame. What does Miami have to do to win to beat to beat Notre Dame this weekend? Oh, we got to shut down that run game. We shut okay. down that run game and get our offense like it was last week, moving up and down the field efficiently. Let's get off the trick plays in the first fifteen that don't equal no points. <laughs> Other than that, I had a pretty good Saturday sitting there watching the boys go to work. <laughs> got to prove that red zone, man. Got hey, man, we get in the red zone or, or turnovers. We got to strike. We got yeah. to strike and strike fast. Definitely, definitely. Right. Hey, but no matter yeah. let me say this, Sap, and you appreciate this, honestly. We finally went back to, and I'm not being racist, but we got a lot of black, ashy dudes back, man. <laughs> that, 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 that really, that made my day to see that they just ashy, that angry. That I mean, they line. just angry. D-line. I love it. I love it. Hey, hey, y'all, y'all say that, you go but hell, that we, we can sit here and there's two defensive linemen. Actually, they got that little dancing thing started at the University of Miami, and they white guys. And Greg Mark and Bill Hawkins. You remember that, Mel Listen, B? Man, some of the yeah. best. Well, yeah, some, of some of the best. Uh, the yes, stalk, sir. Mad Stalk, Ted Hendricks. Some of the greatest line we've had. Yeah. <laughs> not, oh, yeah. not of hey. de- descent. Not even a little bit. <laughs> right. Hey, but, guys, that's been our show for the day. 
It, we're hey, we're man, done. Call back next time. They, they about to kick us off the radio because we having too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Hurley. Hey, Seth, hey, 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 I know you got to go, Hurley, but Hurley got a soul train line. He just texted everybody. All of us called. This is a soul train line on this phone, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do, Melby. All my boys, all my brothers, just like you said, 30 years later. But we still love each other, and we're going to still come out and support each other. But that's what we do. That's what the Miami Hurricane. All right, family. I appreciate y'all, man. Thanks for having all right, All right, peace out, y'all. All right, Sabo, y'all. Y'all are there. Hey, Sal, thanks for calling in, big dog. Hey, but family, you heard it from some of the greatest ever played a game down on the Green Tree Field. That's been our show for today. I had a blast today. I hope you did as well. Stay tuned for Rail of Sports next. Again, we're going to come back next week, and we're going to talk about post-game, University of Miami versus Notre Dame, Catholics versus convicts. I don't know where that phrase came from. But it sounds catchy. It's really not true. But it is what it is. We'll take it. We'll, we'll embrace it. And we'll go out there and we'll show what kind of convicts we are out there on the football field. That's been the, the get down with Hurley Brown for the day. Congratulations to Bush Davis and Florida International University becoming bowl eligible. Coach, keep doing what you do, buddy. We love you. We support you. Go Panthers. The mighty Mustangs are going to go down there and play Plantation High School. Uh, I'm sorry, American Heritage in South Implantation, coached by Patrick Sertain. Hey, Kelvin, it's going to be a hell of a game, Doc. But we, hey, we got to go play. So we're going to uh, play this. And we, a hey, first round of the playoffs, the Mighty Mustangs made it. As a matter of fact, three teams from our district made the playoffs Palm Bay High School, Merritt Island, and Rockledge. Rockledge won the district. But anyway, hey, guys, that's my time. We got to go. Next week, same place, same bat channel, same bat time. So long. You get down with Hurley Brown. Thanks for tuning in to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week. 